Anime Declassified is a podcast run by the Anime Secrets website. Check us out at AnimeSecrets.org for more anime, video game, tokusatsu content. Remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts today. Welcome everyone to another episode of Anime Secrets Declassified, where today we will be discussing the newly released Digimon O2 movie, The Beginning. Joining me on this um, what is sure to be a good episode, I hope, is our Commander-in-Chief, Rizwan. Hey, guys. Diana. Hi. Alora. Hello. And Patrick. Hello. And, well, first things first, how's everyone doing? It's Thursday night, so almost a weekend. <laughs> Get hype. <laughs> Hype time. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready it's for the weekend. It's not Friday. It's yeah. not Friday, Friday. Yeah. But how about you, Miguel? How you doing? I am here and ready to talk about this movie. Hell yeah. Let's do uh, it. So I guess uh, before we get into the actual movie, going into it, what were your guys' expectations for it? A good film. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing the outcome, that's hilarious. Oh, hey, Pat- hey, Patrick. Hmm? We can no longer say that I'm the most ruthless when it comes to this kind of stuff Listen, now. it's Digimon Adventure, and I should learn by now not to expect such things. So, coming in, I was expecting a Digimon movie. <laughs> I, I, my expectations were very low. Um... The bar was set very low. <clears throat> so, my I love Digimon. I love Digimon. Don't get me wrong, but they're right. Yeah. So my expectations were also low, but I do want to give a little bit of background on why mine were low. Do tell. So, yeah. try was a lot of garbage. To begin with. I try to forget that that happened. Ha! You try and forget? Yeah. They keep reminding us that it yeah. exists, sadly. Yeah, so I didn't like Try very much. And then Last Kazune, when I watched it, it was an amazing movie. I loved it. Until the end. The end gave me feelings that had never have been given by a Digimon movie. <laughs> and Honestly, it it gave me a sense of finality of this is where the mainline continuity will end. We're not going to get anything after. So when I saw it in a movie, I was like, wait, how does this make sense? Are we going <laughs> to have these kids lose their connection to their moms now? It's going to be like a repeat. What, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? So... It was more because I was confused on why this movie was made. Patrick? Money, of course. Um, <clears throat> money. Um, Digimon actually... and money is not something that goes hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dragon Ball is too busy taking all of it for itself. Um, <laughs> I was... I was, I liked Last Evolution. So my expectations going into this were kind of all over the place because... I liked Last Evolution, so I was going in with the expectations of it being of that quality, 
But then I remember this was a zero two movie, so then my expectations hey. fell again. <laughs> so I let just kind of was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it do its thing, and then I'll judge it afterward. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, you know what? I, I decided during the movie that I actually like zero two more than adventure. Same. Well, that I sounds like a, that sounds like a you problem. Movie theater, I was like, I was like, this is an unpopular opinion, but I prefer the O2 kids over the O1 kids. Sitting there watching O2 gave me more magical feeling than watching Keys in it did. Can I, I be rude for a second? <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead, Patrick. Can I be rude for a second? That sounds like a you problem. If you like zero two more it's not than a problem. Admit. I'm proud to admit it. Um, I'm entitled to my opinion. That's also Look, a man, new problem. They have beaten O one to death. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That, that horse is, is glue at this point. It's I, been beaten I mean, so try, much. After trying, I mean, you can't that really is, come back from that. You can't. That come is. Back from that. I mean, I, I will agree that the OG adventure has been beaten into a horse, but I'm still going to say that the actual original adventure season is still oh, like okay. some of yeah, the best yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying at this point in time, I was I felt refreshed to see the O2 kids back. Oh, no, was, yeah. It was, it was nice to see the secondary casket. Well, the also, that's paint. I'll agree with that. It was, guys, that's paint. <laughs> it was nice that we got something Digimon adventure related where it didn't just fall back to Oh hey Matt Ty, go figure this out for us, and we yeah. become the background. So it's a nice one. Omega Mon, kill the thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm was was nice just happy we had Digimon. And yeah. you know, for me going into this one, I was like, just be better than try. Like that—that yeah. that is all I'm asking for. Yeah, no. the bar is not well, that high. <laughs> yeah, you, you you can trip over your own shoelaces and still be better than try. Let's be real here. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Adventure 2 either. Uh, I think four of the six Digi De main Digi Destined kind of suck. I mean, I'm like TK and Ken. Well, that's the only real correct answer to that question, anyway. <laughs> I have to check. I mean, Dice K's middle name has punched me in the face. So. <laughs> Look, I like the idiots. All right, they make Patrick, me laugh. Like yeah. I, I hate David so much. But the funniest thing is when I open my card pack, the first card he I see is David. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like shaking my head, laughing. Like, oh, of course, this would happen. But then, okay, but my was, favorite. He was the next card. You got cards. Favorite part of the movie was when uh, Ken and Davis were having a moment. Yoli comes over the headphone and says, stop flirting, you two. Best part of the movie. Yeah, I feel like that was like, you know, invitation for an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> More like she was uh, sticking her ground like, hey, what's going on here? I mean, she wasn't being aggressive. Like, that's my man you're she, flirting with. She's just, she's just sticking the ground right there. Just like, what's going on? Like, we're kind of going into the movie. But but yeah, Yeah. going into the movie, you know, we talked about how we felt going into it. uh, After all was said and done, before we kind of start diving into the nitty gritty on it, how did you come out of the movie feeling? Uh... (laughs) The itch was scratched. (laughs) I got something, Digimon. The itch was scratched. I will say this. 
for it being relatively tame, I actually kind of liked it. I I walked out of this movie conflicted because, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of paraphrase what I told Frankie earlier today. This is a fun movie. I had a lot of fun watching it. (laughs) But. (laughs) That was fun for you? That was like really horrific. Okay. I'm going to expand on that if you let me talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm allowed to have commentary. It's okay. This is a podcast. It's open. But but I'm just saying, let me finish my thoughts so I can say everything. Sure. (laughs) Um, So I was conflicted. Because on one hand, I had fun, like Elliot said, it's a Digimon movie, my itch is scratched. But on the other hand, I had more questions than I had answers at the end. And the questions I had, when you really think about the continuity of the entirety of this adventure timeline, the decisions we made were kind of odd. Okay, so what if I were to tell you that the people who made this movie straight up said they didn't watch Last Evolution? (laughs) Dude, okay, now I I have have a problem with that. (laughs) Now I got more questions. Because my main takeaway from this was you guys need to get your lore straight already because we've got like the third or fourth different retcon on this it's like the timelines don't really match up and even the cool cameo from willis in there basically goes against what this movie is saying was the origin of the digivices and digidestins i'm like and going back to azulongmon wasn't it azulongmon in season two or one where he was like there were kids before you yeah yeah Yeah, we saw them we saw two of them in try right they both died but like stories do not match up and like i I don't know there's your your problem with legacy stuff like this if if it's not written by the original writers that did the original stuff it could get a little bit messy after a while no i i I disagree (laughs) about like it having to be original writers what they needed is a straight full-on lore book they needed a lore bible they needed stuff to say this is the the hierarchy in which everything goes this is everything that has happened they needed a a historian and they failed the funny the funny thing is and i showed this to riz and a couple of other people but before like was it a week before the movie came out in Japan, they had a live stream where they did put up an official timeline of the adventure universe. <laughs> and tries not what they did. Try what? Yeah, I, I put it included. in. I put it in our uh, Facebook chat, like which is um, weird. Like, no, I don't read that. I know which because they put up a list of. They said that what was it? The original Digidet or the original chosen children that they talked about during the Dark Masters arc was introduced, and then Louis got his partner like was like the second thing on the timeline Louis so, is not the first yeah so it's not according to their timeline he wasn't even the first yeah. and then they put like adventure goes here and then you know our war game here zero two try is completely skipped 
It's not there. <laughs> but they, <laughs> but they, they mentioned it in, it in the movie. movie. Yeah, but they mentioned it in the movie because homeostasis movie. had a name drop. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're kind it of a mess. Even, their I, official wait. timeline doesn't even make sense. Wasn't <laughs> homie... Right. Oh. What's up? Hmm? Wasn't homeostasis actually part of O2? No, it was part of Try. No. Or, I'm sorry, it like um, it was the second second half of O1, but I also believe that they kind of touched base with it in O2 because it was basically the um, the uh, the digital C was part of like Kyrie's vision of homeostasis or something. Yeah, it didn't really was. expand on yeah, it. Yeah. It was a dropped plot. I but think that I was think a separate thing. I don't think that was it's homeostasis. It's a separate no, thing because homeostasis was named in Try because that was basically the digital world getting rebooted. Yeah. Are you maybe uh, confusing it with the Dark Ocean that's subplot? Well, that, yeah. yeah, that's the digital ocean is the Dark Ocean. Okay, it, okay. I think it's digital and the, the sub, I can't remember. It's been a hot, hot minute. Yeah. Been a while. My biggest gripes with this were it unraveled everything that made Digimon Digimon in season one. Oh, you guys were chosen. You were chosen to defeat the darkness in this world to save your own world. No, nobody was chosen. The darkness was a made up thing that Louis Digimon made. Yay, friends. It was like, well, I think both can be true at the same time. What? Mm -hmm. I think both can be true at the same time. I think you could have had Louis Digimon partner Ukumon um, create the first bond of Digimon and human and then go off and make other friends. Because all Ukumon said is, I'm going to make friends for you so you're never alone. So I don't see a continuity problem with the adventure kids coming later through Ukumon's intervention, but maybe a little bit of chosen prophecy stuff. Both can happen here. Like they could both. According to the timeline that Patrick mentioned, those kids were chosen before. Well, the I thing is, like, in terms of kind of timeline and yeah. whatnot, when Louis' thing happens, it's ninety six. But when they see Paramon and Greymon fight, is nineteen ninety five. Mm -hmm. So that's already like not matching up already. Mm -hmm. Here it is. I found it. I feel. I feel like what they should like. I feel like it's poor writing. I felt that they went a very lazy route on how they wanted to tell the story. Um, I felt like they also thought their audience was dumb with <laughs> how they wrote it. Um, because I felt I felt like what they could have done with Ukumon was they one never explain Ukumon's connection to this great being, whoever they are. They brought it up and then they dropped it, <laughs> brought like it up nobody's business. Just forgot about it, right? I, and, I think there's going to be more parts. And yeah, that. yeah, I think that was one hundred percent their intention with the narration at the end like they're gonna do more which is weird because mm. the synopsis they went with this one is oh yeah and now we're gonna give the conclusion to the o2 kits with this one okay yeah, so like, i found i found the 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 timeline thing that they put up if you wanted me to read it off real quick yeah go for it 
So the first thing is the prequel movie with the Greymon Parrotmon fight in March of '95, like what you just said. Mm-hmm. Louis and Ukamon meet in February of '96, mm-hmm. and then adventure happens. Uh, the our war game, which is the Diablomon movie, and then Zero Two happens, and then the second Diablomon movie happens. Try is completely skipped here, and then it goes to Last mm-hmm. Evolution, and then this movie takes place, and then the Zero Two epilogue. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, so the epilogue is canon? The, the epilogue they, is canon. They, they yeah. never said yeah, the, it wasn't. Yeah, the Zero what? Two epilogue said it takes place in 2027. Well, okay, so the reason so. I asked that question, Mig, is because at the end of Kazuna, I assumed we retconned the epilogue to have gone away. Nope. No, because Matt still nope. went for space travel Here. and Ty still went for diplomacy. But there. I, linked, the, I put the link in the private chat for you guys to look at it for yourself if you want to. But What's... my confusion here is then mm-hmm. we see Ty as an adult with Agumon carrying a suitcase behind him and Gabumon mm-hmm. wearing a space suit with Matt. Yeah. So I think it was kind of implied more. that they that they there were able to more. I mean, I... with the Digivices being kind of removed at the end of this movie, I guess it's in theory that Agumon and Gabumon came back mm-hmm. sometime later well, and rejoined how does, them. How does that make sense though? Because I thought and mind you, I I've only watched Kids in a once and I watched Kids in a years ago. So mm-hmm. my memory is a little bad right now, but my general recollection was that Ty and Matt could no longer sustain the relationship with their partner Digimon, and the yeah. same is true for Sora, Joe, me. Well, the weird thing is that they didn't acknowledge that the others lost them. It was just those two. At the well, end, during the well, credits, they show all of the kids without their Digimon. Well, I was going to say, I know, because I haven't seen it, but people have talked about it around me. Inconsiderate people spoiling it, too. Not naming names. <laughs> but they've kind of spoiled it, and you know, I've seen some scenes, and uh, one of them is, like, Sora with, like, heavily implying that she lost Biomon, like, in a transition right. scene. And see, that's why I thought it was odd. Okay, so I understand, you know, these six losing it because it could kind of be a thematic reflection of the kids have now grown up and they can no longer have their childhood. And it was like their coming of age story in a way, thematically. But then during this movie, we see Willis, who was part of that generation, technically. Mm-hmm. And then we also see all the auxiliary chosen children from O2. The girl from France, the kids from Singapore. I think they're from Singapore. Maybe Australia. Something. The world tour kids, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, seeing Willis with both his Digimon partners confused me because if he has them, then what was the point of these six losing them? So Willis and... was actually younger than Izzy, and Izzy was younger than those kids. Right. So he's probably TK and Kari's age or one well, year older. Well, here's the crazier part, though. 
At this point, TK and Kari are the same age that Matt and Ty just lost their Digimon at in Correct. Last Evolution. So, like, the more these movies keep coming out, the less they keep making sense. Right. Well, and then on top of that, why did we need to make the last kids in a movie if the epilogue still holds true? I think there's going to be more, and hear me out. This is not just me being a hopeful fan. I'm not sure if your guys' theaters, I'm pretty sure they all showed them. I was at an AMC, but it's a Fathom event. There was an interview with the man who did this beforehand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and he literally that. said, when we started making mm -hmm. this movie, we sat down and had a discussion about the future of the Adventure Kids. What do we want next for them? Yeah. So he's implying there's more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this... this yeah, this didn't feel like an ending. No, it was like an episode. It was like a one-off. It was mm -hmm. definitely not a finite conclusion. But but it still brings up the question of what purpose did Last Kids in a serve? If, Drama. I mean, okay, but like, I everything. Else I know where Disney you're coming mom, from, and I think I can explain it. Okay, um, which is. If, if they had this plan, which I'm not going to give the Digimon people the benefit of the doubt that they did have <laughs> this concrete plan. Uh, because Try originally was supposed to be like a one-up movie. And then they just expanded in, into seven movies. But you could tell they ran out of ideas for the movies like after movie three. Yeah. So long-term planning isn't something I'm going to give them. <clears throat> the hot but, movie made that very apparent. Yeah. <laughs> but I think if they did have a plan, Last Evolution would basically serve as a way of writing off the 01 kids to be able to focus on the 02 kids without mm -hmm. people bringing the question of, because this is something that you see in like comic book movies and everything, is or even in the newest Spider-Man game, when all this stuff is going on down here, why aren't the Avengers helping? Why <laughs> yeah. isn't this person coming in to help? That's so, what they did with Try. It made me crazy. It was like, where are the O2 kids and why isn't nobody concerned? They got, well, like, the O2 kids got bodied at the beginning of Try, yeah. which I've said multiple times and I'll say it again. I stood up and applauded. I'm like, oh yeah, we're in <laughs> for a good time now. didn't know. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> no, the O1 kids knew. The yes, but the they just didn't care. Did but they didn't care. They yeah, they didn't. They didn't like, care. Ari went to do like a <laughs> right. Nobody check. looked for them. They no, were just no, no, like, no. Oh. They did a wellness check and said, "Huh, they're not answering." And then they just left. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But, <laughs> but if you remember, they also had a screen at one point on like a monitor on screen thing where they had all four of the O2 kids on there. And it stated missing an action for all yeah. of them. So, But again, it's like, if this is something that they were planning out for a while, and, you know, you need a way to basically write off the first main cast, or else you're going to have people say, why aren't they helping here? So now that they have a valid excuse to not be able to help because they don't have the Digimon with them, then the O2 kids can actually be the leads and go forth but that brings up my biggest issue with this movie and with try 
which is they haven't let the adventure kids be the leads at all. They're more background characters for like their new OC that they're pushing. Yeah. And they've literally done that with all three of these things. We had Mako in Try, we had the redheaded girl in Kizuna, and now we have Louie in Beginning. Like, why do we need these OCs? What is the point? Like, <laughs> And the problem becomes when these OCs t- are taking the lead, it takes away from what a lot of us want to go see these movies for, which is, hey, we want to see these characters grow and, you know, see how they change. And we maybe get a little bit of that with Davis and a little bit of that with Ken, but we don't really see it too much with the others because they didn't get enough screen time for it, which sucks because this movie's like 80% exposition. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of staring. But yeah. lots of talking. It's like talking about like inconsistencies between movies and everything. Honestly, that's just part of the trend for the series because Adventure to Zero Two, there was a lot of retcons and things that went against what Adventure established in Zero Two. Like even how they went about writing out quote unquote writing out the original or the you know, the older kids. Is that oh well they're crests they don't have them anymore man they got destroyed by Apocalymon they weren't there to be given up <laughs> so, <laughs> like from entry to entry it's always been inconsistent that's just the theme of the adventure universe at this point I mean, so I don't know why we're surprised but <laughs> also Laura, aside from the, the ending there wasn't anything memorable about it but also. The other part that supports Patrick's statement, there's that famous line, or at least famous to me, where the kids are saying in their battle against Apocalypse, Crest, we don't need no stinking Crest. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what they said in this film, too. Digivices, we don't need Digivices. We yeah. have but then in Zero Two, oh, we can't go Ultimate because we gave them away to store the digital world. You didn't have anything to give away. <laughs> that was one of the biggest... Just changes to the plot, and it was just to because we didn't know how to gimp the original kids. But also, the crest oddly got transferred to the armor eggs. Yeah, and then in try they had them back and could use them just fine again. So, (laughs) (laughs) so see what I mean? There's no consistency according to your timeline. It's not canon, but then it also is canon because it gets acknowledged somewhat in this movie. So, my little brother <laughs> hasn't touched Digimon since like 2003, and I was explaining to him the premise of the movie last night. And I said, My biggest gripe, my biggest gripe is that, you know, yes, okay, I understand that like these shifts are going to happen. You're going to get a different animation studio, you're going to get different writers, you're going to get different voice actors. But can we all just sit the fuck down and do our research? Can you send them home with homework? Can they figure out what happened previously so that they're not all over the place? Like, I just feel like that would be a very professional thing to do to do your homework and figure out what happened previously. Especially since they want to promote and like sell adventure one yeah like as much as they possibly want they are treating this as their cash cow and they're not not doing the appropriate work for it Mm -mm. they want they want to get all the money from their fans that really love this and they just are dropping the ball movie after movie it's lazy 
I mean, that's what it is. It's sloppy and it's lazy. And they're just like, hey, what sells an anime? Okay, so I'm talking about Try for this instance. Hey, what sells an anime? Let's have a festival with a maid cafe. Yeah, we can fill up 45 minutes with that. That's not Digimon. That's just stereotypical anime. Like, fan do your service. homework about. Yeah. Like, do your research yeah. on what Digimon is and provide mm. for the fans what they came for. I mean, and, you know, we're that, stupid but... and just keep feeding them money. I mean, but, let's not like... pretend that Digimon's been above tropes because it's done. It's a Toei animation. They're going to yeah. have like, tropes regardless. I'm just saying, like, the story of Digimon has nothing to do with having a maid cafe at a high school. Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, so. To go back to an earlier point that you were making, Dai, hmm? um, something that I learned in the last year about Hasbro and the Power Rangers franchise, and even before mm-hmm. Hasbro bought it, there is a Power Rangers Bible that's been passed down for 30 years, and they add entries. That's genius. And so there's all of the continuity checks, which is why the newer stuff coming out of Hasbro continuity wise for the most part makes sense with a few exceptions of just poor story writing but for the most part it all checks out mm-hmm. they could do that for digimon it'd be very that's easy. what i said that's what i yeah. said they need a bible yeah they do? yeah they need a bible and they need a historian yes mm-hmm. because that is the thing that is missing here is a continuity and that's that's one of my two big gripes with the movie. I have another gripe that we'll get to later, but this is definitely one of my gripes. And that's what ruined them from doing an Adventure 03. Halfway through 02, the writing team was split on the direction they wanted to go for the show. And you can tell. I mean, you can oh, yeah. tell. There's Aru Kenimon, there's Black War Greymon, <laughs> there's Oikawa. There's like 15 different storylines happening at once. And then you just get that smorgasbord of an epilogue. And it's like, what? Like, are we watching that yeah. now? Like, as a kid, it was like, yeah, okay, we accept this. But like, watching it now, it's like, this is all over the place. And knowing the history about the writers being like torn, okay, it makes sense. I just feel like they haven't gotten their shit together since then. They still don't know the direction they're going in. They have disagreements within the writers. They switch writing teams. I mean, Try had a totally different animation team than Kizuna and Last Evolution. The writers are different. I, the casting is all over the place. The voices are constantly changing for these kids. And I, I am so sad that Armadillo Mon doesn't Holy say cow. yeehaw. Holy cow, Armadillo <laughs> oh. That is the voice for Upamon. That's like that Hey, Cody! <laughs> yeah. What? Some Rest drugs? Rest in peace, Mr. <laughs> Axelrod. Uh, but, yeah, yeah that yeah, was they, a... Uh, that was a culture tried, shock to me. I'm just like, yeah, they, wait, where, they, where's the they, howdy? Yeah, yeah no, right. They tried, they howdy. tried to, they tried to mimic Armadillamon's Japanese voice a little bit with it being kind of like that, kind of like scrappy Cutesy. kid sound. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't translate into English very well. <laughs> Let me just be no. honest. It did not. Yeah. So yeah, I feel but like they're we've just been a little all over the place with what. Yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like we've been too much on a negative trip here. Let's talk about things we liked about the movie. Yoli is a fashion icon, a go girl. <laughs> I love her. I mean, she was my favorite to begin with, so it's just like, mm, yes, I could cosplay that easily, I mean, no problem. That's I mean, my fashion. I mean, 
props to her for making up for that stupid helmet she wore in the digital world in Zero Two proper. That, was, that, was the, that wasn't her yeah. fault. That was the digital world's fault. Thank you very yeah, much. She had the worst of the three outfits. Oh, she let's be totally, real. So she had to she, totally she had to make up for it somehow. <laughs> um, I mean, digital world outfits was just like, oh, this is you know shit kids wear, right? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to talk about good things, I will give them props for kind of how Louie's story in this was very heavy and kind of twisted and how they resolved it in a peaceful manner, which is something the series doesn't normally do too well, too often. So the the approach was a little bit fresh, and I'll give it that. It, it, it was... And that's a positive I'll give it, Pat, but there's also a negative I have to it, which I... And we, we, we talked about this earlier, didn't we? We talked about this last yeah. night a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get and to so, that later. Okay. You want to hold off on that for right now? We'll hold off on more negatives, because, okay. like, I feel like we've done mixed, we've mm. been on negatives, uh, you know... It's... I blame Di. I mean, I can, I can also speak for more positives. I thought, overall, uh, despite everything, the movie was pretty cute. Um, it had a very cute ending. I was like, all right, yeah, it's fine. It has its issues, but, you know, for what it is, it, it works, you know. Um, and the animation was actually really well done. I really liked the action scenes that they had done. I was really happy that they gave Sylphimon more time. Because uh, that's also, like, one of my top favorite Digimon. So, little bias here. Um, but I, I loved how they really worked on the animation for the Digimon. They could have easily just gone with 3D models to make things easier for them. But it was pretty clear that they stuck to 2D. If they did 3D, they did an excellent job hiding it. Um, so, but I, I felt that... It was pretty, it, it was clean, um, it was smooth. Uh, they definitely probably took hints from Studio Trigger, um, which I kind of liked. Um, and I, I did like the fact that they, they wanted to touch on a darker subject with Louie, um, with his background, because a lot of that usually gets glossed over. It's not you know, taken seriously or um, and I'm glad that they did something about it. And I mean, I also kind of like that they touched base of like manipulation and how that's not okay. They didn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could always do better. Um, but I also feel like it, there's a bit of a cultural difference in how the Japanese handle these type of topics versus us Americans. We are very, very much more straightforward and head on of like, no, this is how you handle this topic versus the Japanese. It's, you know, I, I feel like they're the cultural understanding definitely showed with the writing and how they addressed it um so i took that into consideration um i mean uh 
I also really liked, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but they always kept Louie in the dark and they always kept the kids in the light. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Um, and it wasn't until Louie accepted himself that he, they started putting him in the light. And I thought that was that was good. Yeah, it's, that's the kind of symbolism that the Japanese are usually pretty good at doing. Yeah. It's very subtle stuff, but when you pick I, up on it, it's uh, like... There wasn't anything subtle <laughs> about that, like... Because when they were in the light, it was, like, super bright. And every time yeah. they cut to him, it was, like, super dark. I, I feel like uh, this is a touch negative, but I feel like this is part where I was saying I felt that they thought their audience was too dumb. So, <laughs> or like they were, even though they were trying to cater to an older audience, they were still trying to cater to a younger audience as well. Um, so they wanted to make it fairly obvious, but not, not too much. I mean, well, perspective, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of the problem that a series like Digimon kind of resides in where if they want to appeal to the older crowd, it's a little bit tricky because the series is still being marketed towards kids. So yeah. they try to have their cake and eat it too. And they kind of get left in this weird gray area of it. It doesn't go all the way in one direction and it doesn't go all the way in another direction. Mm -hmm. So especially because like, look at what happened with um, adventure reboot and ghost game where like, Ghost Game especially, I think, is a little bit more obvious with this, where it was more darker stories, but they didn't want to establish, like, a a cohesive plot all the way through because they wanted to keep it more friendly to kids, and it kind of held the whole show back immensely. I Yeah. And th this movie kind of echoes that same feeling a little bit, where they should have just gone all in on the... The adult I feel like they should it. have because, like, yeah. if you watch, uh, like Digimon uh, season three, they definitely went darker. And like, if you watch oh, the yeah. Japanese versus the the first American um, mm. dub, like they they really went in. I mean, they toned it down, but yeah. like, I feel like Digimon does better when it goes all in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's one of the things that people love about Tamers is that it it it, it didn't hold anything back when it yeah. got to its emotional moments. And mm -hmm. Ghost Game really could have used something like that in instead of it being episodic like it was. And this movie kind of falls suit where it, it needed they just needed to say screw it. <laughs> this is this movie is very uh wrong in all the the right places if you catch what i'm trying to mean mm -hmm. say by that mm -hmm. um but yeah oh yeah i think i like the direction they went i like how the final fight kind of ended you know there wasn't like a new form that was going to be introduced um you know it was pretty Pretty straightforward how they resolved it. I'm like, oh, well, that's neat. Yeah, I know. The restraint to not give Imperial Drummond a new form. I mean, I, know, I thought for sure. <laughs> I thought for sure we were going to see Paladin. I was, I was, 
I was like, what's the new Imperial Jumon form going to look like? We've got a new Omega Mon. we got the Bonza form in Last Evolution. I was like, what's the new Imperial Jumon form going to no, look I like? Just the they were, like? I thought they were just going to straight up give him Paladin mode here. I'm like, oh, so thought, we're finally going to see Paladin mode. Yeah. yeah I thought they were going to do the Mega Evolutions for yeah, like, the rest. And like, yeah, like they did, I think it was, was it in or was it in Try that they gave the Meta? Yeah. I, I was kind of expecting that and I was really surprised that they uh they didn't do that but i figured that they felt that they met their quota for the digi evolution scenes <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. they crammed six of them all at once <laughs> dude that was okay that was pretty clever i will give him that because they while we bashed them a lot about continuity errors at least they can remember Gautamon as a champion Dizimon. Yeah. And her evolution to Anzi Wumon as a ultra ultimate form. Mm-hmm. And you know. So they were able to bring her to Anzi Wumon. She got knocked back conveniently so that she could uh buy uh DNA evolution. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I get confused with that in the other ways that we do it. Yeah, DNA nope. Digivolve or other people call it Jogress. Jogress. Yeah. I do want to go back to what you were talking about with the animation earlier. Seeing these very like low quality and stilted evolution sequences get this modern day high quality animation upgrade that they got was like man, Hyildramon's evolution sequence was beautiful. Dude, it was. Yeah, it was so let, me, good. let me tell you, I was so happy. I'm like, oh, are we about to see the two? The bad 2001 CG. Did you guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you guys go, like, when they when they did Pyeldramon's, like, uh, not Pyeldramon, Imperial Dramon's, like, evolution, where he just, like, blows up an entire building? I was like, I oh, yeah, straight out said out loud without meaning to, was that necessary? <laughs> well, the answer is yes. In, in, well, because that's an Imperial Dramon's actual evolution sequence from Zero Two proper. They just made it a lot more dramatic. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's just like they're trying not to blow up stuff, and here he is. You know, like look at this building. Let's just blow it up for no particular reason. Like, bye. Screw this this place in particular. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I thought that was just like, all right. I mean, sure. All right, that's uh, wasn't like they could have just had him have his laser just out, not just screw this one place in particular and <laughs> nuclear it to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that another part of this I liked, and there, this is this will be a double-edged sword, but I'm going to hold off again. Mm-hmm. I do like the battle scenes we got in this thing. Yeah. They um, were a lot of fun to me. It was not... I, the biggest thing I was afraid of, which is something they did with the first few Tri-movies, is I thought they were going to replace the battle themes again oh my god i would have hated that because like <laughs> when i went to go see try dub i'm like oh sweet ready to hear <laughs> butterfly let's go and then we get like that god awful english digimon opening remix and i'm like wait the digimon rap yeah we yeah. have even worse yeah. remix of it in the yeah, first I heard about movie. That. and then like if i remember they replaced braveheart with like some generic like rock and i'm like what the 
What? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I haven't actually seen the tri dub yet because I only watched it in Japanese when it was. What was it? Crunchyroll that it was released. Crunchyroll yeah. was oh, releasing yeah. them. Yeah. So, I, but I heard horror stories about what they did to the OST. Yeah. Was, but yeah. last. But Last Evolution kept the Japanese soundtrack in both versions. Mm-hmm. And, and then so, this one kept it. Yeah. And it was nice yeah. hearing them. It was not. It was understandable why we didn't get new versions of them, though. Yeah. Well, they didn't give us remixes of the songs we got. They're all the originals. These are all the original, no. I think, right? They were. No. The the target that they played for the intro was the original, but the Braveheart that they played the the beat hit, which was the the, uh, the DNA song, and the target that they played when Imperial Drummond showed up were actually new. Because I've listened to them on YouTube, they're completely original versions. Okay, so dumb question, mm-hmm. because like most of us, it's been way too long since I've seen the original stuff. Did they play Braveheart in O two? Yeah, yeah. They just used for the, the... Uh, just for the evolutions. Yeah, yeah um, Xvmon, Stingmon, Ankylomon, and Aquilamon had it happen. Oh, for the Champion Evolution. Yeah, yeah for yeah. the Champion Evolution. Okay, okay. Like yeah. they just played the riff on it. That do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Uh, but then, like the battle theme that plays throughout, that was like yeah. O2's version of uh, Braveheart. Yeah. Uh, that they kept in there, which was a uh, catchy Bob. As someone who hasn't seen the sub O2, my memories are just with the dub. So hearing these, like, essentially for the first time, I'm like, yeah, I could see why oh. these things have 5 million views on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah. are some bangers, okay? Yeah, yeah as, as much bangers. as I hate Zero Two, it's OST is top-notch, just like yeah. every other season is really. Yeah. But, oh. Uh... We can go back to the negatives now. Okay. So... Riz... <laughs> Riz been holding I filled enough positive. <laughs> I think I was right. probably the only person that was just like, yeah, this is all right. It's, you know, it's not no, perfect. No, but no. I, I had, I, I said multiple times, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Yeah, for me, it's like a six out of ten A lot of fun movie. bashing it. No, I'm just kidding. I thought it was okay. a six out of ten. <laughs> yeah. I, I was yeah. a seven, but... Yeah, same so, here. So, here's, here's my thing. I applaud the initiative that these guys took with the movie to not lean into the nostalgia very hard to give us just another chapter in these guys' lives without making it like, he, here's the things that, you know, here's all the things from O2 again that we've already seen. They didn't lean into the nostalgia super heavy. They tried to make it their own thing. I feel but... like the reason for that is because you have people like Patrick that's like, I absolutely hate this trash. So majority of people <laughs> that I hear about O2 is like, nah, it sucks, fam. So I feel like they had leeway. Yeah, but okay. So they had leeway. And they were on a really good trajectory here with the entire movie, you know, going pretty well. But in the last 20 minutes, they fumbled the ball at the end. And the way they fumbled it to me is 
it suddenly went from this organic story of Louis and his partner Digimon reconciling and it it was kind of my expectation at, the, at that point when you know they were resolving their differences that okay we don't actually need a final fight we don't need these guys to go do something to kill uh louis digimon it, it's not worth it they can do it peacefully like they want nothing bad will happen and then what does louis do the second he gets out of there he Kick says, his ass nuke him <laughs> and i'm sitting there like wait why are we doing this you've resolved a problem it's fixed he can revert back to an egg i without killing him no i think at that point liken it to something that basically on the outside it was just like rabbit like there wasn't any stopping it yeah force but i mean but but the fact that he knows that louis can be revived is why he was at peace with them taking him out yeah yeah i mean because because that would have been the with... second time Louie yeah. died and came back. <laughs> yeah. What's up, well, Deanna? What is up with what is up with Digimon's obsession with tentacles? I don't know. Uh, it's probably well, Japan's obsession. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fair. Japanese problem. <laughs> that's yeah. <fair. laughs> they had tentacles in Digimon Try, and they had tentacles in this. Did they have tentacles? I don't in remember Kizuna that long. I was just thinking of like these these mega Digimon are no, all they, No, like, Last Evolution why? had an obsession with mirrors. <laughs> which one? Which yeah. movie had the uh, weird, creepy Zenai bit? That was Try. That try. was Try. That was Try. Try. He like pinned her down and licked her. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, that's also Japan. something that hasn't been hasn't been explained since Try ended either. What the heck was up with that? <laughs> They're never gonna explain it. But going back to it, um, to me, it felt like a checklist at that point, where you know we yeah. had our devolution, we had the DNA devolution, we had um, battle mode for Polydramon. Now we have to have the epic battle at the end to make it a real Digimon installment. But and yet it still felt well, lackluster. it was lackluster, but also the animation it, was beautiful, though. Yeah. Those animations of the Digimon, but in my opinion, they didn't need that final battle. Um, no, they could have easily had some kind of weird Digimon power thing where oh, you've purified Ukomon so he can go back to being. A Dizzy mm-hmm. Egg or Ukomon. I mean, he didn't have to be the weird little big tentacle monster thing that was causing mayhem. Like, that didn't have to be... from hell. Right. Honestly, it... Now, honestly, the more I... Sitting here thinking about it right now, this kind of reminds me of um, the first Zero Two movie, uh, Golden Hurricane, whatever the heck the full name of it is. Oh, God. Where on the inside... Lotmon was like begging for a mercy kill because he was out of control on the outside. Yeah. So they kind of had to kill him to reset him or something. It's that's kind of what I'm getting at. I this. mean, yeah, that was like a berserker yeah. Lotmon, I believe, right? Yeah, he was 
what Cherubimon corrupted or something at that point. Yeah, it, but then when Magnamon and Rapimon went inside him, he was like, freaking kill me already so I can reset myself. <laughs> it was, it's kind of that same thing. You know what's the funny part, Patrick? Hmm? The last time I watched that movie was when we recorded that podcast for the Otaku Sentai Digital Ranger. That was like 11 years ago. Yes. <laughs> we may or may not put that up on the YouTube channel. Remains to be seen. <laughs> No, we're using that channel. <laughs> Remains um, to be seen. Yeah. But, okay, other than that, this isn't a complaint, this isn't a praise. It's more of a general question because I am confused about this. So, I understand at the end of O2, we had a lot of new people entering the club of Digimon partners, right? Like, everyone who saw the final battle had a partner at that point. So, and I think it's been like, what, seven, eight years between the end of O2 and right now or something like that? Some extended time period, yeah. Yeah. So, to me, it makes sense that in that time period, most humans either have a partner Digimon or they know enough about Digimon to understand it. So why was it such an awful thing for Ukomon to give everyone a partner Digimon? Because there is a staunch difference between only 60k of those things running around and, and 7, 7 billion. billion. Yeah. Think about the serial killers and the criminals and the terrorists and like the just assassins those, and the bank and robbers. And kids who have their Digimon, they Digimon, they've had already years of basically training or upkeeping them. Yeah. So then you add like just seven, put it like this. How do you think, what would you think would happen if out of the blue, just seven billion more dogs were just to pop up? Yeah, that might Pre be a little chaotic. Okay, so now you give those things basically <laughs> guns, because, you know, Digimon. Jeans <laughs> and a bunch of belts. Just running around with people who don't know how to tame them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I can see that. It's one of those things where you're just accelerating something that is only going at a very slow and steady rate. And so... so... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, my, my follow-up question is, Again, it's been years since I've seen O2. We'll mm -hmm. go back. We'll use that number of 11, Patrick. Uh, the uh, year that's been since I've last seen O2. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. So going by that, I don't remember if they established that over time, more people would occasionally get partner Digimons or if they even explained what phenomenon causes a person to spontaneously get a partner at some point in their life from i don't zero, they no, zero two basically that. said when that whole like world tour thing started happening they never explained it yeah i think yeah. this movie and that's kind of what i think the point of this movie was because adventure was like okay well these eight are special and then Zero Two is like, well, here's like 40 other people with Digimon across the world. And I think this movie was kind of meant to explain why that was the case, because the actual season never did. 
I mean, that would make sense if that's what they're trying to do, but did we did it make sense to say that Ukoman is the genesis for all partners? No. Because to me, I think Ukoman created more partnerships, but I don't think he's responsible for the original eight or the subsequent zero two team or the original five. Okay, so this was something that I was trying to get into earlier mm-hmm. and then like I got cut off. So I actually think with so what they could have gone with the storyline with Ukumon with hey I'm going to make you more friends I have a connection with this great being I think that both the original kids having their Digimon and Ukumon creating more can coincide basically like hey you're already making like because at no point did louis ever say i want other kids like me at no point i don't even know if it's in the sub version but ukuman apparently translated that to hey let's create more digidescent but if he has a connection to a great divine like great being in the digital world it could be that the digital being said you know what you're on to something let's make more we already have a bunch of kids. Let's make more. But the interesting thing is that the original kids had their Digimon in the digital world, whereas Ukumon was creating Digimon in the real world. And that's where we get the uh, the world tour kids as well, because and if I remember correctly, they didn't go to the digital world. They were in the real no. world. Yeah. And here here's a point to back that up, because I went back to this timeline that they put up they established an adventure that the Greymon Parrotmon fight in that prequel movie was used to pick the eight that would become the chosen, the original eight chosen. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that happened almost a year before Louie met Yukomon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe the original eight were outside of this. And that's what I was trying to say earlier. Yeah, and I, I think that might be the case here. Now... When you look at the timeline... And I, I think the same is true for the original five that we don't know anything about. Yeah, because... The only thing that we know... Sounded like, that, that sounded more like it was a prophecy thing that was, yeah. was going to happen regardless of if this wish thing ever happened or not. Well, the only thing we know about the original five is that four of them became the... Uh, four... Uh, God, I can't think of their names, but one of them is Azulamon. Uh, like, the, oh, the, the four for yeah the, the they sovereign. sovereign they became because, the four yeah. sovereign and then like they had to sacrifice one of them in order to achieve that which if I remember try it was, was the fifth one yeah it was Tapermon yeah. who died was mm-hmm. this was this in try this was in try yeah this was in try yeah I told you that uh, dude the, I have of, no memory of try what it was the start of the fourth movie I think I, it was I've their, watched so much their of teacher try. and like the lady agent were two of the original five and then they both oh, yeah. try yeah I remember that now okay yeah but yeah, the I've... other thing is like kind of again like Ukuman's claim doesn't make sense because not only do we have Agumon hatching like a year before but it was established in the movie that has the two terrier mons that Willis's Digimon hatched at the same time as theirs yeah. over in America. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, we already have multiple instances of Ukuman's claim just being false. But I also think it's also the kids jumping the gun as well, uh, making the assumption of that. And it's also Louie making the assumption. Right. They took him at face. Yeah, they're taking him at face value. And was wrong, too, when he said he killed Ukuman. He didn't kill Ukuman. Yeah. Yeah. The other problem is, uh, this is the problem that we're running into, is poor writing with the narrative. Because we can only take the kids at their words. Like, if we're taking the kids' words at that. But if there is a bigger narrative at play, the writers failed to foreshadow or work that into the the narrative in the movie. Yeah. So I feel like if they established that there was something running in the background, like Ukuman communing with this great being of like, hey dog, like the idea, let's roll with it. Like, would have yeah. done better of like, these kids don't actually know what the heck they're talking about. Um, Ukuman melted during Revenge of Diaboramon. Mm-hmm. Digi-Egg randomly forms in 2012. What the fuck was Louie doing for the last 9-10 years? <laughs> Crying. Being an... Being right, edgy. and why is the Digi-Egg just now resurfacing? Why is it just now like, surprise, here I am? I think it has something to do with the leap years. Yeah. He was... Oh, so it was two birthdays Yeah, he later. was waiting. Mm-hmm. So why didn't he show up at the last birthday? Uh, he had a trip to Hawaii. It's always the Hawaii trip. It's always the Hawaii trip. It might actually it's the beach episode. Yeah. Oh god. God. Oh god. It might actually just... be like I was saying. <laughs> yeah. It might actually be that Ukoman was too weakened by his last encounter with Louie to really recover until eight years mm. later. You're right, because he was yeah. so well, the, huge. He was maybe building himself yes, up. Yes, that's my, my assumption. Building, he was probably building himself up to be the best he could be for Louie's sake. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I I also feel like, um, again, this is poor, poor narrative writing um, in that effort of how much data like where did ukumon get that data first off what data to accumulate so digimon are data they are formed with that in order for them to accumulate in size they need more data so where did ukumon get that data in order to get to the size that it was in order to also spawn all of these other eggs and the, uh, fill those up with more data. Probably the deity he's connected to yeah. that they mentioned yeah. once and then drop. <laughs> Again, I think this kind of goes to the point where this is probably the first of like more movies to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting because I kind of assumed after this movie... Um, the next installment in the Digimon movie franchise would probably be some kind of 20 years later for Tamers or something. But that would be foolish of me to say because Adventure is the moneymaker for them. 
Yeah. I could. I. 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 At this point, I'm honestly thinking they're just gonna keep making movies up until they reach the epilogue. Oh my god. Which would be kind of stupid, but it seems like that this movie was trying to push the narrative in that direction, yeah. along with explaining where all these other kids came from that. Zero to never really explain their origin worth a crap. I will say this. The one thing that kind of helps us kind of ensure the epilogue more is if you can, like, remember, none of the kids who had Digimon in the epilogue had a Digivice. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's like the one point it's got going for it. Dude, that's a wow! I I didn't even think about that, but that's true. Like, I even went to go see some screen caps, and like, none of them had a Digivice in hand or anything. Yeah. Did the older ones have a Digivice in hand? No. No. Hmm. It could have just been the fact that they wanted to imply that they had them but they never but they never showed them so or, what is going on here Ellie or I'm they sorry. just didn't they didn't want to animate those many did she yeah they didn't want to animate them hold on I, okay ahead. so I while while you guys were talking I was scrolling through Tumblr and somebody had posted a comic several comics for the movie and it's Louis going. Uh, it, it's it's Kari going. Wow, poor Ukumon. And Louis going. What he mind controlled people, and she just glares at him like. So I get mind controlled by Eldritch Horrors like once a week. It's no big deal. <laughs> and it's Godomon's going. Sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> Ellie, the the artist. You gotta put that on our Discord. The the artist is Orange Lemon Art. <laughs> And you know how we were talking about uh like hey stop your flirting, they have Yoli going like Tonki and Lavender Marriage. <laughs> what she really oh, wanted man. to talk to Ken about. <laughs> I will post oh. the link. It's so good. God Oman saying skill issue is something skill I didn't issue. know I needed. <laughs> skill issue, skill issue, skill issue. All right. Uh, so, kind of wrapping this up because uh, man, this went longer than I thought it was gonna go. Like we almost went as long as the movie. Almost. Oh, <laughs> they also brought up. They also brought up Armadillo Mon's voice. It's like, why did they change my voice to that? It doesn't sound like my Japanese voice or my old dub voice. We were barely in that movie at all. We just stood there. Looks like the writers forgot about my dad, Okawa, and Tatramon again. <laughs> Even donkey. <laughs> but yes, enjoy the comics. Orange lemon art, guys. Look them up. No homo. Ruby Bill Slugger. Oh god. Uh, but yeah, wrapping things up. Uh, overall thoughts on the movie. We'll start with you, Alora. Uh, overall thoughts um some right like you know my biggest gripes are probably the writing the lingering shots of them just kind of staring at each other i was like you could have cut this like half the time um but overall it was 
it was nice to see the O2 kids. Um, it was nice for them to actually do something for once. Um, and, you know, for what it was, the movie was all right. And I like I liked the ending, especially the after credits scene it was very cute. Yeah. Patrick. Um, uh, I'm how I want to word this. The, it's it's more. I mean, we're talking about all these continuity issues. I will give the movie this because I brought up the point earlier of all those kids at the end that they introduced in Zero Two that had no explanation as to why they had Digimon partners. I'm glad that they at least tried to do something with that idea and make a plot centered around it that I actually think kind of works. I mean, I think it works. I mean, I don't know how everybody else feels about that whole thing, but... So, I walked out of it kind of okay with it. Like, it's not anywhere near what I was expecting it to be, mm-hmm. but I didn't hate it in the slightest. Like, I thought it was... I don't think it's as good as Last Evolution is, but... Yeah. For for what it is, it's it was perfectly fine to me. Probably the best thing was Zero Two's name on it by far. Fair, <laughs> like, fair enough, dude. You're just yeah. gonna keep on beating that dead horse, aren't you? I mean, Digital I know, I know that, I know that you know I hate Zero Two. Oh, but we we know. Yeah, really, I've, I would have I've never gone, guessed. It's <laughs> like shocking news to me, bro. Yeah, I know. I mean, but I haven't really gone over it. Riz knows how bad I hate oh Zero Two. <laughs> okay, so when I say that it. I actually so when I say I actually like it take that as like a, a revelation <laughs> Riz, final thoughts final thoughts I'm surprised Patrick liked something with the O2 name on it <laughs> me too actually <laughs> <laughs> okay so actual final thoughts here um, while I have a lot of grief with the continuity errors and with just things not making sense to me, um, I I still think this is a very fun ride. I'm glad we went on this journey. Um, it's also very interesting to see Digimon delve into this psychological thriller type thing slash body horror type thing like those are two things i didn't expect digimon to ever do because when you think digimon you don't think psychological thriller you think goofy fun movie or tv show or whatever with absurd monsters that people can send to battle so yeah wilder issues i thought it was a, it was a fun ride animation was top tier music as always amazing um, I wish we got a little bit more with the characters. I, re- I, I know Diana's internet cut out and says he can't say it, but I wish they would have confirmed one way or the other TK and Kyra's relationship because I really want them to be like a pairing. Suck it, Davis. They're just going to dangle that over the fan base for the rest of time and never actually give us a confirmation on anything. Dude, they're going <laughs> to... I'm, just, gonna I'm keep... just convinced. Listen, yeah. Riz, Riz. All I'm going to say is 
I think they're leaning a little bit more to it in this one if the ending snowball fight scene is any indication. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you mm -hmm. saw the official pairing, or the only other official pairing we know at the end. Then we saw TK and Kari, and then we saw Davis, uh, Louis, and Cody. And then the other thing is, notice how Davis wasn't really thirsting over Kari in this one. Yeah. No, Davis moved on. He's thirsting over his ramen. Yeah. <laughs> that ramen looked good, man. I, I love the fact that Ken never called him out. It's like, oh, it was your ramen that taught you that lesson. Nothing else? Nothing at all? God, you're stupid. I love you. <laughs> uh, my final thoughts is I went into it with like ridiculously low expectations. Like The bar was so low, you could literally like crawl over it <laughs> and i was pleasantly surprised by it um i just want these movies to actually like put a focus on the characters themselves and not like a new one that they have to introduce every movie that they put the development behind in them and the other characters basically just feel like side characters in their movie that's supposed to be about them you know at some point if they make enough of these movies, they can form another team of Disney Destiny with all these new characters. But in defense of Louie, he was definitely a better character than May. I mean, that's not I even a question. Think, yeah, yeah, because maybe, like, like, I'm guessing you would take that baseball bat and beat the crap out of Ukumon, which is what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. I thought so, too. Yeah. I thought we were about to get the uh, swing away Meryl scene from Ailey or from uh, <laughs> Signs go off in Digimon. <laughs> wow. That would have been something to watch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Swing right? away. You know what? I think I might have to go commission someone to make that. Just have David be <laughs> swing away, Louie. <laughs> Poor oh. Zayana isn't here to give. I can do it for opinions. her. Oh, like. I hated it. I got this. Yeah. I got this. Hang on. I'm die, and I hate this movie. It sucks. Ah. There. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Overall, I think we all had a decent experience with the movie. Which, again, from past experiences with Digimon movies, I think I see this as a positive. Yeah. And you know what? We look forward to maybe any anything potential. I mean, uh, I'm not sure about your guys' theaters, but mine was like decently filled up. A lot of older kids, uh, like more like mid to mid to late twenties in my theater. Yeah, I went to a 4:30 showing, so it was literally just me and two other people. You had multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, we had a 4:30, a seven o'clock. And I chose to go to the 431 because I didn't want to deal with nighttime theater traffic. Fair <laughs> enough. I had no choice to go to nighttime theater traffic. But I was actually pleasantly <laughs> surprised with um, with how many people were there. Apparently, they had to open up a second theater for the movie. Wow. Um, That's pretty Because they had, like, and that that theater was packed. I got there 20 minutes late and I struggled to find seating. Um, 
Like, that's, like, how many people were there. And I was actually really pleasantly surprised that there was a lot of good-natured folk there. Um, Like, you could definitely hear a lot of people making commentary about certain things, laughing (laughs) at, like, the the stupid shenanigans with, like, Vimon and Davis. Um, And, like, just other scenes. Um, so it was, and you know, even after after the movie, there was like comments made of like I was expecting him to beat the crap out of Hukuman with the bat, uh, <laughs> and uh, so it was it was good to to know that even in the state of Louisiana, that there's a lot of Digimon fans. Yeah, especially yeah. with no marketing too. Like I didn't even know the oh, movie yeah. was out until yesterday. Yeah, I didn't look until noon <laughs> to see if any of my theaters had it. Dude, I was watching the chat to see if you would get a ticket, and I was amazed that you were able to find one on the last day. Who, me? No, uh, Patrick. Oh. Yeah. Because we were in a group set, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to see the movie tonight. Who's going? And Patrick's like, there's nothing near me. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to pay for my ticket at all. Perks of working at a movie theater. Nice. Oh, oh. Good for you. Yeah, the only perk. <laughs> the only perk I could imagine. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> and and that Seto Kaiba profile picture fits perfectly with the Because <laughs> he would laugh maniacally after saying that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh it's always great talking to you guys. Uh, great wrap-up. Uh, people down below, let us know what you thought of the movie. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Do you think going forward they're going to make more of these? But, uh, yeah, that's going to be a wrap-up on this uh, Anime Declassified podcast. Check out some other stuff we've posted on there. I know we got some more Toku stuff being posted on there. I got a, had a video discussing my thoughts on the live-action Zelda movie. That was the most Nintendo way they could have announced that. <laughs> and and <news> yeah, <laughs> check out everything else we've got here for uh, Anime Secrets to Classified. We're signing out. Have a good night, everyone.